When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hey guys, it's Cassie and Jenny, and we're going to get to this week's exciting episode very shortly. But before that, I want to talk to you about three important things because we get so excited when we go record that we always forget to talk about these things. And they're exciting because we get to get connected to you. So Jenny, do you want to start with number one? Absolutely. Number one, we have a very exciting subscription service coming to you guys where you get to get backstage into Cassie and I's lives. You're going to get some some messages sent right to your phone. So you can basically have us in your pocket, getting that in the moment inspiration, motivation, and you can access that by going to the website, manifestitnowvip.com. And that is a $4 a month subscription. I mean, wholly amazing. I know, right? So we made it $4 to start so that all of you could get super connected to us. And that um, investment is good until the end of October. Uh, messages start going out on October 1st. Awesome. And number two. Our live events for 2018 yeah. are all scheduled. Yes. So you can go to manifestitnowlive.com and uh, see where we're coming. We're actually coming to Denver, Toronto, and Los Angeles next year. We want you to buy your tickets now so we can get an idea of who's coming. We can start making the plans with the room size and everything like that. So to incentivize you guys to say yes to yourselves now, we are offering a coupon code, which is good for the first 10 people that sign up at each event or till the end of October. And that code is I am awesome. Awesome. That's right. <laughs> so I am awesome. Go to manifestitnowlive.com and hopefully we'll see you soon. We created that code just for you guys because you are awesome. That's right. And the third and final announcement that we have to share with everybody is... We uh, have made it, we want to be able to connect with you all. So we have set up email connection at manifestitnowshow.com. So if you go there, you're going to see a cool video of us. And, and then it says, join the tribe. If you click there, sign up with your email. We're going to send you a couple emails to start off with and give you some opportunity to give us some topics that you'd like to talk about. And then we're just going to keep you updated occasionally, maybe when an event's coming near you or just those occasional reminders so that we can stay connected to you on that level. So you can join that manifestitnowshow.com. So happy to have you all part of our tribe and enjoy this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Manifest It Now. I am here with Cassie Parks, your LOA biz coach. And I'm here with Jenny Gain, your LOA skills coach. Yes, we are your LOA coaches. That's right. <laughs> How's it going today, Cass? Fabulous. How are you? I'm really awesome. Yeah. Cool. I had this... Um, really fun um, experience this morning. I was I had the opportunity to work with a uh, little small business, a little corporate team, and doing kind of a like a workshop for them in terms of like teaching them how to use law of attraction within the workplace to um, you know obviously work together as a team in that team environment and get along and be able to 
not that they weren't getting along, but I mean, <laughs> you know, there's always these things that happen, interactions that happen within a team that like team dynamics that I just so love. And I love like getting in behind them, getting like underneath and be like, okay, well, why are you doing this? And teaching them, you know, how the most important relationship is with their self. And when you find your own alignment, it allows, you know, you, you to bring your best self into the team and therefore you reach your goals and your successes together as a business easier, right? Yes. That is so yeah. fabulous. How fun. Oh, it was so much fun. I loved it. Oh, what about you? What are you, what are you excited about right now? Oh, I am still, uh, last weekend was my first live workshop in Denver, the scripture happy ever after workshop. And it was, just, I know it was just so fabulous and it was so great to have, uh, you know, I love running it virtually and it's so powerful virtually, but to, there's something magical about having people in the same space and getting to interact with each other. And I get to do some fun things that I can't do virtually. So it was just, it was so awesome. Mm-hmm. There is such a special element to being um, in like the actual energetic space with people. I love that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. fun. Awesome. Uh, so we wanted to talk about and tell you guys about um, a few free things that Cassie and I have um, available to you. And do you want to start, Cass, telling everybody about your um, manifesting superpower quiz? Yeah. So if you haven't figured out your manifesting superpower, you don't know it because you haven't taken the quiz, go to manifestingsuperpower.com and take the quiz and just find out what's your superpower. And then you can also find out how that helps you manifest and also what might you could do better to enhance that superpower where you might be lacking a little bit in your manifesting skills, how to beef those up and really use that superpower to its fullest ability. And Jenny, I know you have an awesome tool that helps people really get started and grounded in the law of attraction. Tell us about that. Well, I love, um, when I first was getting out there, I put, I created this, um, just a little free thing, little PDF you can download, uh, three simple, um, three super simple steps to deliberate creation. And I wanted to put that out there because it just gives you an underlying, like a basic, a foundation to everything that, um, we teach and the principles of law of attraction and something like, I like easy and fun. Right. So I had to, I wanted to let people know that it can be like three simple steps, really easy. You follow these and you can use law of attraction to create what you want. Love yeah. it. So yeah, mm-hmm. go grab that. And is it at JennyGain.com? Yes, it is. Cool. And that's G-I-N-N-Y-G-A-N-E.com. Yep. Yes. And how do we get to yours? Manifestingsuperpower.com. Go find your superpower. Yeah. Super fun. <laughs> it takes like two minutes, but it's awesome to know what your, what your manifesting superpower is. So Wicked. Thanks, Cass. Yeah. I am excited about today's topic. Oh, really? What is it? Uh, So today's topic, we're continuing from last show about how do you know about choice and about how we always have choices. But the main topic of this show is how do we know if it's a right choice? Yes, I'm super excited about this topic. How do we know if it's a right choice? So, so many different ways and so many different elements to this um, topic here. What would you say, Cass, like how would you answer that question if somebody asked you? How do you know if something is right? So it's going to sound 
very simple, but you just know. Um, <laughs> Cassie. <laughs> you know with everything in you that it's right. And more like what I also feel like when you know it's right is when you're, you feel pulled to it. There's almost not a decision to say no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you define when, how do you know if it's the right choice? I totally agree with you. And I'm just trying to see if I can specify because yes, to me, it's some sort of feeling that you have and trying to define that feeling is so, I was thinking about this the other day when I was preparing, like, how do you describe that feeling of rightness within you? Mm. And I think that it comes from practicing Mm -hmm. making decisions and then knowing which turned out which way and how you felt about each decision. And so then you learn your own independent and personal, completely personal way that it feels within you. And I think there is some sort of feeling within your body, um, that is telling you, is guiding you, yes, this is right, or no, this isn't right. Um, But I think it's a process to be able to learn what it is for you and then recognize that in the moment. Yes, that's so true. And I love how you mentioned practice because that's how you learn about how to make a dis- like how to make these decisions and how like to know if this is the right go left or go right is the right best choice at that moment is like you said just making those decisions and getting in touch with how they feel it goes back to what we say all the time it's awareness being aware in the moment like how did you feel about that decision and then how did it work out cuz a lot of times you can look back on a decision and you're like, I knew I shouldn't have made that decision, but I did it anyway. Mm-hmm. If it didn't work out, you know, and you're like, so it's like remembering what that feels like and recognizing the difference between when it doesn't feel good, like in those experiences, recognizing that it feels different than that when it's a right choice, when it's stepping into that good mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's funny, I was um, speaking with one of my friends about this the other day, and we were talking about how there's so many different, sometimes like when you have a decision um, in front of you, or, and it, this can be big or small, you know, it can be what to wear during the day, or it can be like which course to take, you know, like we're, <laughs> we're kind of covering all whole range of things here. Generally, when we're talking about does it feel right? Or is it the right choice? Um, but there's sometimes so many external factors that come into play that it's almost like we have to sort through, like we have to get all those things out of the way and we have to really tune into like, what is our voice? Like, what is your gut saying Mm -hmm. to you? What is that feeling within you? And, you know, like, is it somebody else thinking this or is it me thinking this? Um, And learn to tune into that own, your own inner voice and your own inner gut feeling about what, what the decision is, you know, left or right, as you said, for you. Yeah, I love that. And it is about tuning into your, your own place. And what I always say, like, I always talk about it in terms of like thinking you should do something and knowing you should do something. Oh, that's such a good example. Um, and clarification. So how would you, to like, how would you separate those? Can you describe that? Yeah. So thinking is like very logical, like justifying it. Like if I'm giving reasons why this is a good idea, 
than I might be thinking versus knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a good sign. Like using all these other I- outside ideas ties into what you said about, you know, you're not tuned into your own voice. You might be tuned into outside voices because you're, li- you know, logically listing out why, you know, all these reasons, which are probably coming from outside voices. If you really distill it down, it's like, Oh, I, like I, you know, want it to justify it this way because so-and-so would have approved of that. Mm-hmm. And this, this time, topic is because, you know, my dad would approve of that. And this topic is because of whatever. So one of the biggest things for me is if I'm doing that, if I'm like, if I'm listing out reasons versus just like the reason that it feels right, um, is number, you know, now it's okay. Like if I know it feels right, like I can, you know, I'm okay with like, okay. And this is why it feels right. Listing out those reasons. But if I'm using a laundry list, like to justify it, that's how I know I'm thinking about it versus knowing it. Mm-hmm. I really like, that's a really good example, um, to help people have something practical and tactical to tap into. And I'm all, I'm the same way. Um, when I, and making a decision and I'm starting to analyze it and think about all the different factors, the pros and cons. Mm-hmm. When, as soon as I'm like, I need to make a pros and cons list, it's like, Jenny, no, you haven't. <laughs> you obviously don't have a gut feeling on this, you know, like, um, and it, it reminds me of when I was in high school, I think it was, I had to um, decide between two different sports because they're getting too competitive to play both. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have to play one all year round. Um, and I remember making like a pros and cons list. And even though my pros like outweighed on one side, I still went and chose the other one because I was like, no, it feels right. There's something about that knowing, you know, Mm -hmm. when you take a step back, that's what I always do. I always like kind of try to remove myself from all the facts and all the pros and cons and say, okay, which would feel better to me? And that's part of my process of finding what is right is just like asking myself that question. Do I have, you know, open myself up? Do I have a gut feeling about this or not? And see what comes up. Yeah, I mm-hmm. love that opening up to that because that's really where it is. And I think one of the reasons why people, we get into that, like, I don't know what decision we make is because we think we have to make a decision. Which in the case of the sports, you kind of did have to make a decision, but it is, if you can step back from it, then it takes a little bit of that pressure off and allows you to see clearly what you're talking about is where's my gut, where am I being led to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And learning to follow that guidance because there is always, there's always those signs and that just like you said, you know, something's right when you're pulled towards it. Mm -hmm. Well, that's exactly, I think what happens in any area of our life is if we get out of the way, like if we remove our thoughts and our, all our analytical processing from the decision-making process and we let, you know, we kind of be this open channel for that divine guidance to come through, we stop trying to figure it out then we can see and we can like (laughs) feel the rightness of one thing or the other. Whereas if we're just there, like I always, and it's a sign for me to know that I'm to like, to let go of it when I'm like trying to figure something out so much, you know, 
what about this? What about that? Okay, how is this going to work? How is that going to work? What if this happens? What if this happens? And I'm like, whoa, that's a lot of like brain thinking, Ginny. <laughs> right? And brain thinking is like, I'm not, this is not, right? Whatever decision I feel like when there's a lot of brain thinking, whatever decision you make isn't the highest and best decision. Right. How do you feel about that? I just love that. <laughs> We're basically saying we don't use our brains to think, <laughs> but that's not really it. But we're using because because we communicate through the universe, through our emotions, we're allowing and we're tapping into that emotional guidance system, you know, that bigger picture, like that's that universal intelligence coming through because it's our emotions that guide us. So we say what feels good and then we listen what feels better. And then we listen for something else. And that's going to help guide us towards those if it's, if it's right or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I mean, so I usually tell people, um, you know, if, the, if you can't find a decision that feels good, don't make a decision. Like it's not oh, the right yes. time to make a decision. It, even if not making a decision is the decision. Yes, I love that because how much like that takes so much pressure off, mm-hmm. right? And as right. soon as you take that pressure off, you release that resistance. And we know it's all about releasing the resistance and finding the um, path of least resistance towards what we want. Right. Yeah, that's, I'm happy you brought that up because that's one of the big things that um, I tell my clients and my friends and my family and anyone and myself that if there's something that you're um, not clear about, you know, if there's still confusion about a topic or a decision you're trying to make, then it's not the right time to make the decision yet. You know, you, the clarity isn't there. And um, when, you know, you will know when you know, But in order to gain clarity, find alignment. You know, if confusion equals you're not lined up with what you want yet. So stop trying to figure it out. Don't think about it. Just get back, tap back into what it is you want. You know, those feelings that you're trying to get from whatever decision you're you're pondering at the moment. Yeah, I love that you said that because I think what when there, when you can't find a decision, when no decision feels good, it means you're actually like, you don't know the option that is right yet. Yes. Yes. You don't have access to it. Totally. Yeah. So you either haven't thought about it. You haven't given the space for it. You know, maybe it's just that it needs another 24 hours or another week to show up. Um, Mm. I actually recently sort of had that. It was a little bit going on in my life with, um, a property I'm getting ready to sell. Like it was like, okay, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? And when I got lined up, it was like, oh, this is what I want to do, which is an option that I n- never considered before. Hmm. That's a, yeah, that's a perfect example. It's almost like sometimes, you know, we're putting it out there and it's like, just wait a little bit long. This piece of information that you're going to need to make your decision, it isn't, hasn't come along yet, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, it's two days away. So don't make a decision yet. And, and it's like, you'll know it will become, you get yourself to a good feeling place. And then that's when you find clarity. And that's when you think about, um, your options about the decision. That's so true. Like sometimes it is just like two days, the option has to come. And if it doesn't feel good, not making the decision is the right decision. And 
um, you said about, you talked about feeling good. I think people always want to make the decision because they think it's going to feel better when you've made a choice, but if it's not the right choice or the best choice in that moment, it's still not going to feel good. That's very perfect and true. And I like that you highlighted that because it's funny, we were just talking about that this morning. Another thing about feeling good is, is like, and why it's important is when you're making your decisions, like we want to be in that high vibing place in order for our decisions to be, to get us the results we want, Mm -hmm. we have to be feeling good when we make them, right? So we don't want to be... Uh, making the decision out of fear. So if we're if something happened in the le- in your life, you know, um, I'm going to totally make something up. But somebody got in a, a car accident, and you're like, should I go see them at the hospital or should I go to this other event that is also kind of important? Um, and if you're in that place of fear because of I have either I'm going to miss this or I'm going to miss that, that's coming from a that place of like that not good feeling place. Mm-hmm. So the whatever decision is probably not going to feel good in the end because that's where you're starting. That's where your start starting vibration is. So it, instead then in those times, you know, it's okay, get feeling good. Now what feels good? Right. Is that a long, that was a long way of saying something really simple. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good explanation because that's the thing. If we make a decision out of a place that doesn't feel good, it's never going to, I'm not going to say never, but it's rarely going to feel good. Like the decision that you make is rarely going to feel good. And I think that's the point you're trying to make is if it's coming out of two, like lesser of two evils, more or less, it's not the right decision. It's not coming from that right place. And sometimes it's just a simple shift of mindset or stepping back. Like we've talked about to really get the clarity and come at the decision from a place of feeling better and using the decision to move us forward and wherever we want to go. Mm -hmm. So would you say just to summarize that little bit is tap into the feeling that you want to feel once you've made the decision and then get there and then choose. What I say, tap into feeling the feeling, say that again. Um, So tap into the feeling that you want to feel when you make the decision. So say I'm going to choose between playing basketball or soccer Mm -hmm. and, um, so how do I, how's it going to feel if I'm playing soccer? How's it going to feel if I'm playing basketball? Okay. Well, that feeling is going to, it's going to feel awesome. It's going to feel exciting. It's going to feel great. Okay. So I need to feel that way now and then I'll decide. Yeah. Tap into the feeling. I'm more tapping into like that whole life. So the feelings, but like the experiences as well that I want to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would say tap into that experience and really get clear on that. And then for me, I actually say like, then you don't even, usually there's not a decision to make. It was actually mm-hmm. one of the, um, participants in my workshop. She was like, should I do this or should I do that? I don't know what to do. And I said, you don't need to figure it out. You just need to keep stepping into your future self and being that person. And the answer might not be one of those two, or it might, but the answer will just become clear. There won't really be a decision to be made. Because you just know when you, when you're lined up, like the things just happen, like you either know if there is a decision to be made, but so often the path just becomes so clear that, you know, like there's not even a question of, should I go left or should I go right? Because the only turn is left. 
And when you're really lined up, those are the things that start happening. You start having a lot less decisions in your life and having to make a lot less decisions. That's such a perfect way and a beautiful way to put it, um, Cass. And it's so true. Like when you are dialed into what you really want and you're clear on that, you're, there's one path and it's, it's lit up and it keeps lighting up for you. And there's no strays because you're so focused and, um, like, I, yeah, laser focus on what you want that, that the one path is just right there for you. And it's like, yeah, this is easy. I'm just going this way. Yeah. 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 I find we, when we're really like having to make a lot of decisions, it means we're not lined up. We're not clear on where we're going and what we, how we want to be living. Exactly. Yeah. So do you have any examples from your own experience that um, relate to this? Uh, yeah. I mean, so my examples are mostly that I, my examples recently are just being like so lined up that there's no decisions. And I always tell this one because it's really my favorite. It's really what spurred huge business growth is once I lined up with being, you know, making the kind of money I wanted to make in my business and really getting clear on that. And I started to become that person. The, my publisher showed up, there was a couple things I saw and it was like, I need to call her. And there was really no decision. You know, like I decided to to book an appointment on a Thursday. She happened to have one the next morning on Friday morning and her next program started on Monday. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And there was like, there was no decisions. Like I wasn't like, should I do this or should I not? It was like automatic, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, it's almost like your, you know, your credit card floats out of your wallet and you're like, yeah, I'm in like, here you go. Here's how Mm -hmm. for it. Mm -hmm. And so there's, you know, that, and then it just kept, and it was, it lined up because then she had started a new program that was, you know, for business mentoring. And, um, just like, again, that there was no decision to be made. It was like, I'm in like, you're just being pulled along that path. Yeah. You're just being pulled. You're just being like, you know, I didn't even really know what it was, but she had just like sort of mentioned it in passing. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Like, because you are being pulled on that path and there's no, there's no decisions. Like what is right is obvious. And so I always know if I do get in a place where I'm like, uh, should I do this? Should I do that? I'm like, oh, you're not lined up. Just stop whatever you're doing and go, you know, for me, that's scripting and go get into that future place and line up with where you want to go. It's perfect. I can just see that like big picture wise. And there's no thinking about what you need to do. There's, oh, I need to get lined up with what I want. Exactly. Or, you know, who I want to be kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So how about you? Well, your story reminds me of, as you say, like things just fell into place. And I wanted to just mention how that's like one of the big elements for me when I know something is right is all these things, like life just becomes easy and it's flowing super simple like things are lining up for you coming into your experience just like you said um without you trying and then that that's one of the signs for me that okay yes you're going along this is the right path keep going um when I was traveling in the past summer and and I decided to spend a week alone and I wasn't sure if that was the right decision or not um but then I was staying in the city in Vancouver city and um, all of a sudden this opportunity to hike, um, the West coast trail came up and I hadn't 
thought about it while I was there, but it's something I've always wanted to do. It's like one of those things on my bucket list. And I'm like, I don't know, it's like really soon I'd have to get ready in two days. I don't have anything, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden things just started lining up like falling into place. The stores were open at the right time. I talked to the right person. I got hooked up with the right friends. All the ferries and the boats and the buses and the transfers were all perfectly timed. And I was like, yeah, this is so meant to be. And it's like, so when those things in your life, like that's the evidence of the universe saying, is like supporting you and saying, and when you, when you are aware enough and you observe that, that's, um, Supporting that, that, yes, this is your right, this is the right path for you. This is a right decision. So, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So um, what do we want to talk about as we kind of start to wrap up? Well, let's offer some um, maybe more practical tips for everyone else out there to help them know how something can be right for them. Awesome. Cool. So I'm actually going to give two. I decided. Because you have two really good ones. <laughs> I do. I do. So, and I think the first one is really what helps to clear the path, and that's to forgive yourself for any decisions that you feel like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I knew I shouldn't have done that, but I did it anyway. Just forgive yourself because that gives you a clean slate to really move forward without second guessing yourself. And being able to tap into that place that we were talking about at the beginning of the show where you know it's right versus thinking about it's right. Um, So I like to always start with forgiveness because it gives you a clean slate. And then my... Wait, let's let's talk about that just a little bit more because I can imagine people being like, yeah, they made a decision and then, you know, it's a week later, a day later, or a minute later, and they're like, wait, what if that wasn't the right thing? Right. You know, and then they start doubting themselves. So we have to remember that if we've made a decision, then that's like that's happened and we're here now and you did the best that you can, you know, and you, you did what was, you thought was right at that moment. And accepting and acknowledging and just like Cassie said, forgiving yourself if you're trying to beat yourself up is going to be the first step towards aligning with the decision you have made. And so we are where we are right now, and that's what we have to work with. And there's always a way to find a feel good about whatever decision it is, right? Yes. So I just wanted to add that and <laughs> make sure like it's all good. Like there's always a way to like, I, I like to say we can't get off our path. Like our experiences are what they are for us to be where we are. And it's all for a reason. It's all meant to be. Yeah. So what, what's your, um, second tip? So my second tip is if it does, if no decision feels good, don't make a decision, like just walk away. Don't make a decision. Mm-hmm. Don't force yourself to make a decision. Mm-hmm. I love that you're highlighting that because even I remember you said that at the beginning of the call and it was like, yes, conf- if, if you're feeling confusion, that equals don't make a decision. <laughs> right. That's like just that, like, just do that. Like, don't try and like keep figuring out what's because the more you try and figure it out, the harder it is going to be to see clearly. So if there is no great, um, great decision to be made, just walk away and it takes practice and it gets a lot easier, you know? Right. Yeah. And if it's, so if it's not like blaringly obvious what the decision should be, then you know, it's not time to make a decision yet. Mm -hmm. Just like Cassie was talking about, like, it almost feels like 
there's no decision to be made because it's just, this is my path. This is how obvious it is. This is where I'm going to go. Yeah. No question. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What's your tip? Um, Oh, so my tip would be, so to think about when something feels right for you, like what kind of things in your experience are showing you that? So for me, like a lot of times I'll use seeing uh, double double numbers on different things, like on my uh-huh. clock or on my gas um, meter, or, I mean my odometer, um, or just different on license plates. Those are always little signs to me saying, yes, you're on the right path. And that's mm-hmm. like confirmation of of where you are is good. So what could it be in your life? You know, it could be numbers. It could be a certain sound you see. It could be a certain song on the radio or um, something like that. Maybe think about some kind of key or trigger for you that is saying, yes, this is the right path for me. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So do you have a money mantra for us today? Uh, yeah. So it's, it is about money, but it's also about what we're talking about. And it's, I honor my choices. Beautiful. Yeah. So one last thing for all our listeners. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.